This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. The Hollow Table News Network is your not even remotely close to around the clock Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I am Celia Sarah, your host. And as usual, I'm joined by Pico Burrito. Pico, how are you? I'm doing great, but I have a question for you. Ooh, okay. 42. What do you call a feud between celebrities? A feud between celebrities? Mm-hmm. What? Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Ah, should have thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh- <laughs> that that was from last year's uh, Father's Day gift for uh, dad joke of the day. So this is actually for tomorrow, May the 4th. That was the joke for dad joke of the day on, on the calendar. So, ah, oh, I like yeah. it. That's smart. <laughs> good. Good for them. putting it May the 4th. But no, wow. I'm doing great. It's it's um, I got in the game. Yeah, I, I got have, in the game. too. In, yep. So uh, I got finished my dailies. <laughs> I've got 45 seconds. Uh, I got 45 seconds in the game of, before we we started the podcast. So I am as prepared as always for us yep. to go about this. Um, do we have to do dailies today? Uh, well, not our 600. Okay. But okay. like my, I was like, oh, I need to do my fleet arena. Yep. Yeah. But, but, I missed it as well. Yeah. So I just wanted to finish those, but yeah, we're not, we're not doing our 600 still. Um, you loaded up for tomorrow. I'm loaded. I have almost 2,200 Cantina energy. I've got Jeez. over a thousand other energy. I still have my make good in my inbox. I've not nice. collected it, um, which I'm pumped because it's got 200 Cantina in there. And Cal Custis is on Cal's Cantina. Out, Cal's out there. It's uh, Cal's coming quick, but uh, yeah, double drops, double drops in about six hours, eight hours. Yeah. Well, I guess it, it all depends on when your game and this i feel like this is something that we just kind of forget about every time it happens but it it's not midnight <laughs> of a specific time zone it's midnight of when your game yeah, resets that's right yeah so like zareth who is 2 hours behind us he's in uh in mountain time yep his game because of the time zone he's selected he's already in double drops so all right all right I think Mountain Time Zone is made up. I don't think it really exists. Like even the areas that I think that are supposed to be Mountain Time Zone is like no, 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 that's specific. Like so, I I think he lives in a pocket dimension. That that's just my, my take there. Hot take. Yeah. Uh, all right. Be- before we before we just go all over the place, do we want to talk about H and M for good? Do yes. You- let's 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 talk about it. So uh, as no surprise. Um, our winner for the month of April was Black Girls Code. A phenomenal amount of, of support behind the community. Um, and again, thank you for Speedy for actually bringing that out to uh, to to us and kind of bringing it to our attention. Um, we have not started the vote yet for May. And mm-hmm. frankly, I don't have a lot of great ideas. Besides, I have an idea. So we all know this is this is a public service announcement. All right. So we all know that Mother's Day, at least in the U.S., is in two weeks. I probably should have checked with you. Is Mother's Day a thing in Canada? It is. Okay. So Mother's Day is coming. So hopefully, hopefully the, the 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 Jasper is ready to kind of make that effort. Like he's going out to Target. He's picking up the gift right, right now. Let's but, hope. Yeah. But uh, in honor of Mother's Day this month, um, I think it would be great if we could get a couple of suggestions that are tied to 
mothers in some way, shape or form. I know that mm-hmm. there's a number of awesome organizations that uh, help mothers trying to get on their feet. A lot of single mothers from that perspective. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't had a chance to get on and do some research, but I think the goal is is to get some of those up maybe by Friday. So this is kind of a call to the community. If there's some some great ideas that you have around that, um, we'll get it up for the vote on Friday and we'll kind of talk about it in two weeks when we come back on, on the air. But um, I think because it's Mother's Day, let's do something awesome for the moms of the world. So I like that idea. I'm going to do some research tomorrow. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. Um, okay. And then we have, I guess, three headlines. We have two kits and yes. the and the title update that went live today. Um, yes. Um, there's, a, there's a lot to unpack here. Not really happy with the Tarful release because I, I put mm-hmm. a long post on Discord about how this was what the pattern is and that we weren't going to, you know, we were, weren't going to get a kit last week because of everything that immediately CG proved me wrong. And mm-hmm. I'm just tired of this every time that I make a statement. CG just was like, oh, well, Pico said this. Let's just go screw him over and do something opposite of that. So, right. Um, but we got back to back characters, which is a little, little unique right now. Yeah, it is. So, which I did say saw would come out may 4th you did absolutely absolutely so and as we're saying that the one thing i haven't checked in i'm I actually i'm looking in the game right now if we i know we're going to talk about the, the the big title update as well but i'm wondering mm-hmm. if we got our fleet loadouts oh i did not check that i just got so excited that i could do my finish my dailies and then hop back out right away before it kicked me out i did um, not see it so that's interesting um i don't even know if we got the new territory battle quality of life yeah i wonder if we're going to get another update tomorrow for you know i i bet this was probably just a content update to push saw okay. into the game some of those pieces and i wonder if we're going to get the rest yeah, we'll see we'll see i don't or know it's coming later and they just kind of gave us advanced warning. they yeah. they i feel like they're on like this kick of giving us advanced warning of things like telling us way ahead yeah. of time of that things that are going to happen. So maybe it's the next up next title update. Who knows? Or, or honestly, we're going to talk about the raid. That's what people really want to hear about. So, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Do we want to start with Tarful? Let's start with Tarful. Since he's the oldest of the two. Um. Do you want to read him? Do you want me to read him? I'll read Tarful. All right. Um. So Tarful is a light side leader support, and he introduced the Wookiee mm-hmm. uh, faction. So that was new to the game. Um, highlights gives defense to Wookiees, which also increases their offense. Wookiee allies reflect critical damage back to, onto the attacker. Uses to dispel debuffs on all allies and punish enemies with provoked. Um, nice. I had to go look up what provoked was because I couldn't remember. I, I couldn't remember where that was coming from. So, right. um, and they do give us a couple of recommended characters: uh, Wookies, of course, and then veteran smuggler Han Solo. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about kind of where he fits, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that there's a place for mission in, in here as well. So, um, so let's jump into it. Cool. His uh, first ability is a basic uh, DC 15s blaster. Uh, final text, deal physical damage to target enemy and dispel all buffs on them. Wookie, Wookie allies gain defense penetration up, defense up for one turn, and protection up 10% for two turns. So dispel on basic, always a really nice option to have from, from that side. So um, ni- nice little basic ability right there. 
is it is it bad that anytime I see defense up now, I automatically think conquest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is just going to help it get done that much faster from from, yeah. from that side. So, um, so special one is Wookie Fury of cooldown of four. Uh, final text: Wookie allies gain twenty five percent defense stacking for the rest of the encounter. Call all Wookiee allies to assist and stun target enemy for one turn. Then ally attackers gain critical damage up for two turns. Ally healers and support gain speed up for two turns. And ally tanks gain taunt for two turns. Um, and it should be noted, Tarful is massively fast. I think he's the 10th fastest non-GL is what I heard. Um, completely stole that from Gambit this week. So if it's wrong, blame them. Don't blame me. Uh, but... <laughs> So, uh, special two, <laughs> gonna make that up. Uh, cooldown three, uh, final text dispel all debuffs on all allies, and they gain 50% critical damage for two turns. Wookiee allies gain potency up and tenacity up for two turns, and gain 10% max health stacking for the rest of the encounter. All enemies are inflicted with provoke for one turn, which can't be evaded. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear that behind me. That is my dog wrestling with one of his toys in the background. I can hear it. I don't know if the mic is actually picking it up. So. I don't hear it, but <laughs> <laughs> I approve. All right. Um, unique one is called Better Together, and this is a Zeta. The final text, Tarful has 30% tenacity and 20 speed. Whenever an ally has a buff dispelled, Tarful gains 10% turn meter. If there are at least three Wookiee allies active at the start of battle, whenever an enemy attacks out of turn, all allies gain 25 speed, stacking max 500 for one turn. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Whenever a Wookiee ally gains health up, all allies recover 50% health and protection and gain advantage for one turn. Whenever a Wookiee ally has retribution, Wookiee allies inflict damage over time to target enemy for two turns when they use a basic ability, which can't be evaded. And if veteran smuggler Chewbacca is an ally, whenever Tarful uses veteran smuggler Han Solo gains the bonuses. So there's a lot going on in that unique. And I think need to kind of understand what the other Wookiees bring to the table. And the first being, and they talked about defense up a little bit back, but Zalbar is this massive tank that gets defense up when he gets hit, when he has, I believe it's when he has taunt, only when he has taunt up. Right. And he automatically gets a, gets retribution when he has taunt up as well. So he's going to be countering as they Mm -hmm. hit him. He's getting more defense up on top of his defense up. Mm -hmm. So, He's going to taunt. He's going to get hit. He's going to taunt. He's going to get hit. He's going to defense is going to go up and he's going to keep making him beefier and beefier and beefier through that entire time frame. It's going to be disgusting. And the other fun part is, and again, because I don't, I haven't really used them in a while, but every time Zalbar attacks, Mm -hmm. mission attacks. Right. So if you stack them on, and again, you only need three Wookiees to make this work. So if you stack her in and that Han smuggler, or veteran right. smuggler Han, they're both going to start countering as well as that because again they're taking advantage of all these pieces that that, that tag along with this. Yeah. So, um, a lot going on there. Um, 
there is a leader. It's called, it's all in the fur and it's a Zeta and an Omicron. Mm-hmm. Final text at the start of battle, all Wookiees, all Wookiee tanks taunt for one turn. All allies gain 24% defense, max health, doubled for all Wookiees. So Zalbar just got 40% on top of all that craziness that he already has. Yeah. Whatever a Wookiee ally gains taunt, all Wookiee allies gain 10% defense stacking for the rest of the encounter. It's going up even more. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever taunt expires, all allied Wookiees recover 50% health. <laughs> At the start of each allied Wookiee's turn, they gain offense equal to 200% of their defense until the end of their turn. That's crazy. Especially because their defense is going up. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. So 200% defense with a stacking mechanic. Or mm-hmm. 200% offense with a, with a stacking mechanic on top of it. Um, if there were no Galactic Legend enemies, whenever an allied Wookiee is critically hit, they reflect 50% of the damage dealt back to the attacker. This damage can't defeat enemies. Mm-hmm. And then while in territory wars at the start of battle, all allies gain 25% defense, protection up, tenacity up. Whenever an allied Wookiee is critically hit, the Wookiee, the Wookiee allies gain foresight for one turn and gain 5% defense stacking until the end of the encounter. Whenever an allied Wookiee has retribution, all allies gain retribution for two turns. That's insane. So Zalbar is going to give everyone yeah. retribution. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and the first time each Wookiee ally is defeated, all Wookiee allies have their cooldowns refreshed and they recover 100% health and gain 25% offense stacking until the end of the encounter. Oh, man. So, um, he sounds fun. He does. It, it's... It, the leader ability looks like it's kind of a it's kind of a wordy kit, but it's it's really it's pretty simple. Yeah, stick some Wookiees on. Um, if you it's, don't have enough, you put veterans Han in, and you just kind of let them go. Right, and it's simple to understand. And um, and just to to point out, so provoked, which is what happens when he does his second special. Yep. Um, on the enemies, that is where you will counterattack. It's it's like a it's a forced retribution basically. So that's the one where the enemy gets mm-hmm. provoked gets provo- provoked. Yeah, and you can then attack them even if there's a taunt going on somewhere else. Correct. Uh I've okay. L- let me just double check because okay. I'm pretty sure that is the one where um it's it's the retribution icon but red. Yep. So it's where they will counterattack you. Oh, I see. Okay, and you want them to counterattack because then you're going to reflect the damage back exactly. to them in the other direction. Got it. Okay. Yeah, plus 100% counter chance. They and they deal 90% less damage when attacking at a turn. Um whenever they attack at a turn, they take damage equal to 20% of their max health. Um but then I'm curious. So you would have that happen, but then you would also have whenever an enemy attacks out of turn, which is what's going to happen because yep, they provoke yep. all allies gain 25 speed stacking to a max of 500 for one turn. Yep. So they're going to ramp up. Well, and then what's, you've got a lot of AE attacks on this team because mm-hmm. Zalbar's got an AE. Um, Vet's, Vet Smuggler Chewy has an AE. Um, if Vet Han gets, a, gets that, he's got an AE as well. So if you're going to hit all of them, they're going to kind of tickle back in the other direction, but you're going to... Now they did say in the notes or in the, the Q and A that 
the damage reflected back is after defense has been applied. Okay. So, you know, if it's if it's a hit that should have been for sixty thousand, you carve off fifty thousand, but it's only going to send you know ten thousand back the other direction. But um, if they're attacking out a turn on provoked, mm-hmm. they're also taking twenty percent health damage. Right. Which you know that's that's a pretty good thing to have from that side. So, um, Tarful's super fast, um, and you probably want him to get that first turn to kind of get the, his first special off. Right. Um, and then you just kind of go from there. So um, I played around with them a little bit at the end of Conquest. Okay. And there was one or two times that Zalbar, after kind of getting that stacking offense and used his AE and just wiped out the entire team. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, just hit like like a bunch of, of TNT. How how high is your Tarful? Do I really have to admit it? I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm yeah. curious. He's he's relic seven right now because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be ready for Cal. So so that was right. that was my push of it. Now he was only when I was doing that though, he was just into relics when that happened because I didn't have a lot of materials. So he was relic zero. Right. Um I, I'm I'm asking because I would love to know how you fare on the Wookiee mission this week. So I expect to beat it because I beat it mm-hmm. prior to Tarful. Right. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try it today. I've got it all. I've got it all. I'm gonna move mods the first time to see how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I expect it's gonna be pretty easy to to get through. Yeah. Um, now the artwork on Tar- Tarful's great, except um, my guy needs to hit leg day every once in a while. Yeah. Like, he's got this <laughs> massive like upper body frame, and it's just these little tiny kind of bird <laughs> legs. It looks like, and I just I, I think he needs to to maybe hit leg day a little bit. So that's funny. Oh man. Yeah, but he I, I like his kit. It's it's different. Yeah. Um, and it's not complicated. Nope. And yeah, it I I like what they're doing as well with these cal requirements, and they're kind of slotting them into their own little yeah. um areas. So that's fun. And and I don't think that the way his kit is built, there's zero reason to bring the CLS. Chewies onto his team, right? Because you do want you you probably do want at least this is where at one point I thought the team might be Tarful, Vet Chew, Vandor, or I'm sorry, uh, um, Zalbar, Zalbar, and then Mission and Vet Han because Mm -hmm. of the 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 synergies there. I do think you want another taunting tank on that team because of the damage reflection back, which would be. Clone Wars Chewy is, is really where it comes down to. But yeah, I don't see Vandor on the team. There's zero reason to put the other two che- you know, Chewies out outside of the, the territory battle mission. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it, it looks like a fun kit. So um we'll see if it does anything in PvP. I'm not I'm not convinced, but yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I'm sold. Like the territory the Omicron sounds interesting, but I don't think I'm sold on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. at least not for our our level. Um and and yeah, it's gonna be. I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be fun. And I was gonna say for conquest, yes, you're gonna defense up on him. And mm-hmm. I was thinking like, oh, maybe you could kind of run him through multiple missions, like not actually die, but actually be able to push it forward. I don't. I think you're gonna get all twenty or forty of them with that that team anyway, because he's doing it on basic, so it's gonna happen so often. So yeah, because he's gonna have retribution. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So you'll you'll get it done. Um. Okay. Do we want to talk about Saw? 
Yes. Oh, saw. This is a. This is also an interesting kit for other reasons. <laughs> uh, okay, so Saw Guerrera is a light side support leader, rebel, and rebel fighter. Um, and his suggested synergy, I think a lot of people thought he was going to go with Mon Mothma, but yep. his suggested synergy is actually Wedge, Biggs, Baze, and Churret. So not Mon Mothma. Um, I don't think you're going to want him with Mon Mothma, whether you're using her lead or his. Um, definitely not with his, but uh, I wouldn't do that. Um, anyway. On the synergy piece real quick. Um, yeah. I, I know that we, we want to go with Wigs and, and, and Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've renamed them. It's I'm actually starting a new buddy cop movie, okay. and it's gonna be it's gonna be Chugs and Ways. I just swapped around the, the the letters a little bit, so now it's it's Saw with Chugs and Ways. I like uh, it, yeah. Chugs and Ways. Yeah, yeah, they're all together. It's fine. Yeah, they're, they're together. We've just kind of mixed it up a little bit. Yeah. Um. Okay. So his uh basic ability, critical shot. Deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict defense down for two turns. If all allies are rebel fighters, the cooldown of RPS six rocket launcher blast is reduced by one. Um, so fun fact for a lot of people tend to forget this. Mon Mothma is not a rebel fighter. Yep. She's a rebel. Uh, so you're not going to want to run him with her. Yes. Um, okay. So his first special is the RPS rps6 rocket launcher blast which has a cooldown of six so good to know about the reduction from his basic uh for each buffed ally and enemy remove five percent turn meter from all enemies and reduce all enemies offense by two percent stacking until the start of saw's next turn which can't be evaded or resisted then dispel all buffs on all allies and enemies and Rebel Fighter allies recover 20% health for each stack of heal over time dispelled from allies. Deal physical damage to all enemies and inflict blind for two turns. That's a lot going on there. That is a ton going on for a special. Yeah, yeah. Um, so theoretically, if your entire team is buffed and the entire enemy squad is buffed and you've got a full, like full five on each side, you are removing 50% turn meter from the enemies. Okay. And you are reducing their offense by 20% minimum until the start of his next turn. Great if it was permanent, but I'll still take it. Yeah. I mean, so this is, um, I mean, maybe this is later on in the kit, but it does say that it's stacking. So Yeah. Could start with something else or stack with something else. Um. So yeah, so you 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 do that math first, and then you're dispelling the buffs, yep. and which is important to note about the heal over time because you're healing yourself, and that comes into play later on. And then AOE blind, which is great. Yep. And so on. Okay. But oh, way, then, just yes. another option to actually get five blinds on the table to knock out conquest feats is right worth it right there. So. Totally. Um, totally worth it. Um, okay, so then he gets this granted ability, which is with his leadership. So think like Thrawn's granted ability, basically. Yeah. Uh, and this is his set explosive trap. 
Uh, you have one use per battle for this and you inflict 15 stacks of explosive trap on all enemies for the rest of the encounter, which can't be copied, dispelled, evaded, or resisted, um, and critical damage down for two turns, which can't be evaded or resisted. So uh, let's all just remember, because he is getting a special mission in territory battles, yep. each wave in territory battles is an encounter. So two waves means you get to do this twice. Okay, got it. Um. When explosive trap detonates, remove it from all enemies. If there's only one active enemy, explosive trap detonates at the end of Saw's turn. So explosive trap. <laughs> and this is where it gets, I personally think a little bit muddly because this is written from the perspective of the enemy team, not Saw's perspective. Okay. So let's just say for argument's sake, you're going against troopers. Uh, Lose one stack whenever another ally, i.e. another trooper, takes a turn or uses a special ability. At zero stacks or when removed, explode at the end of the turn. Allies that detonate it, so allies that detonate explosive trap, are stunned for one turn, which can't be evaded or resisted. When exploding, take damage equal to 30% of the enemy Saw Guerrera's max health which can't be evaded and can't defeat this character and gain burning and stagger for four turns, which can't be dispelled, evaded or resisted. Okay. It, it's muddly. So I'm understanding this in, in the way of in conquest, when you go in against a trooper squad and they yeah. have that, like whatever, and endless ranks buff and you yep. um, have to kill them multiple times. If you kill Veers once, it knocks a rank off of all of the troopers. Yep. So I'm understanding this to be that if Veers were to use his um, AOE, his call to assist, all of the other troopers would lose a stack of explosive trap, but Veers would not. Okay, got and it. And then let's say Piet goes, um, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. It is confusing because it says whenever an ally takes a turn or uses a special yes. ability. It's like, why not whenever it's a turn? Because you're either doing a basic or a special ability. Like, it doesn't. So, I, I wonder if... So, like, as an example, um, BT1... Right. ...is his... When he when he takes out an enemy and he gets the bonus turn... Mm-hmm. Like, and I just said the word... I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk about it without using the word turn... Mm -hmm. is the the bonus action that he takes considered a turn or is that a special ability like from from a right. back end game perspective like Ooh, how, do, okay. how do they view it so yeah. um i also think it's really confusing with the the image that they use in the animation there's yes. only a single target so i'm looking at it and, and i was yes. i was thinking about it in terms of like so i put 15 stacks on one character what are the chances that but no it's it's on all of them so if you could hit like with if they all take a turn Mm -hmm. that's that's five right off the that's right five right off the top right okay got it so theoretically though you would have some say some of them are at say three are at one and a couple yep. of them are at three for example i don't know let's just yep. for numbers sake and so let's let's stick with the troopers analogy here say yep. piet let's say piet um dark trooper and stark are at 
one and veers and range are at three. Mm -hmm. Piet takes his turn. He now goes to zero. Um, Dark Trooper and Stark also go to zero. So those three explode and uh, get stunned and take the damage. Um, But then it doesn't happen to uh, Veers and Range Trooper. Okay. And instead, they just have explosive trap removed from them. Okay. That's how I'm understanding it. Um, Obviously, we will know more when we see it in practice, but... Yeah, and I then, feel like this this yeah. is one that we're going to get a lot of clarifications on in the Q&A tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And then this is also why they have the clarification there about if there's only one active ally, it just detonates at the end yeah. of his turn because you don't have any other allies to lower yeah. the stacks. Um, But yeah, that's how I'm... Under- I could be completely wrong, but that's how I'm understanding it. That's how that's, it reads, at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, I... Wow, this one feels like it's going to... I mean, we went from Tarful, mm-hmm. tanks taunt, get shot, counter damage, to picture yourself as your enemy. Yeah. And now things happen right? to your enemy. <laughs> well, and I'm and I'm just thinking, so you take the 30% of Saw's max health damage, yeah. which can't defeat you, but then you're getting burning and stagger for four yeah. turns. Theoretically, the... Um, they would just die off from burning theoretically yep. if, yeah. if you get them low enough and then it's the other whoever is left basically that you yeah. have to worry about at the end um, and the good yeah. news is that at least two of the characters on his team are both heavy ae teams as well mm-hmm. so again you've got chances to kind of get around Although it's it's not about getting hit because I'm I'm thinking about it in terms of your your trooper example. It's not about getting a hit. They need to take turns. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it it literally can be Piet putting marked on dark trooper. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Okay. So his unique adapt and survive. This is a Zeta. Um. Saw gains thirty percent max health. So right away. And then again, this is why you don't want him with Mon Mothma. If all allies are rebel fighter at the start of the battle, the first time each non-tank ally falls below 50% health, they dispel all debuffs on themselves and gain three stacks of heal over time for two turns and stealth until they are healed to full health. (laughs) When the stealth expires, they recover 100% protection and gain 30% crit damage and offense for two turns for three turns. Sorry. If all allies are rebel fighter at the start of the battle, the first time a tank ally falls below 50% health, they dispel all debuffs on themselves and gain three stacks of heal over time for two turns and critical hit immunity defense up and taunt until they are healed (laughs) to full health. When the taunt expires, they recover 100% protection and gain 25% crit avoidance and defense for the rest of the encounter. So let's also remember his special for each heal over time they dispel, you are gaining 20% health. So if he's giving you three of them here, and let's say you're <laughs> you're kicking around 45% yeah. health, 40% health, you immediately go to 100% full health and then immediately 100% protection on top of that. So 
so let, let me let me pose a hypothetical. Okay. Right? Anytime there's a new team, the first team that we try and take to beat it is Bad Batch. Right. 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 So I yes. take Bad Batch in and I so Echo takes his turn mm-hmm. and he uses his he uses his uh his uh dispel on everybody and he puts days on everyone. Tech takes his turn, they kind of roll through, and all of a sudden, you know, it's set up perfectly, and boom, Hunter knocks health down on everybody across the board. Right. So now Bay's taunts. Yep. Cheer it, Biggs, Wedge, and Saw mm-hmm. all go stealth. Right. All right. On the next turn. All right, let's say the next turn is Echo's turn and he clears stealth off of everyone. Right. Do they immediately get 100% protection in that case? Um, I'm curious because it says when the stealth expires. So I'm curious if it gets dispelled, if that will just negate it. Yeah. Because it, uh, it says that they have stealth until they're healed to full health. So if you get if it gets dispelled before you can heal, I don't know yeah. if that would count. And and by the way, Chirrut dumps heals over times. So oh yeah, like it's, I I hate him like it like it's candy. Times. Yeah. So this is going to be. See, this feels like a little bit of a PvP nightmare all of a sudden. Right. So, I mean, uh, and it's, yeah. His leader just picks it up even more. Like, that's his unique. (laughs) That's his unique. Okay. All right. Okay. So, his leadership ability, freedom isn't free. It's a Zeta and an Omicron. Okay. And spoiler alert the Omicron is for Grand Arena. Um, So, Saw Guerrera gains 30% max health. So, we're now at 60% max health. Yep. If all allies are rebel fighter at the start of the battle, allies have plus 30% crit damage while they have full health, plus 30% defense, <laughs> and plus 10 speed while they don't have full health, and plus 5 speed stacking to a max of 50 for each stack of heal over time on them, <laughs> and Saw gains the granted ability set explosive trap. So we already went over that. At the start of the encounter, Saw gains speed up for one turn and all allies above 10% health lose 10% health and gain critical damage up for one turn and gain two stacks of heal over time for one turn. At the end of his turn, all allies above 15% health lose 15% health and gain two stacks of heal over time for one turn. Whenever a buff expires on an ally, they gain tenacity up for one turn and an additional bonus depending on their role limit once until the start of their next turn, excluding revived allies. Whenever an ally recovers health, all allies gain 1% max health and offense stacking to a max of 100% for the rest of the encounter. So attackers gain offense up for two turns, tanks taunt for two turns, and support or healers, which he is, reduce the cooldowns by one and gain 25% turn meter. Fun fact, Biggs, I believe, is also support. Yes. Sure is healer or support. Um. So that is his his leader. We've got that granted ability. Then we get the Omicron for Grand Arena. Saw gains 30% max health. So if you stick this Omicron on him, you're going in with 90% max health already. Whenever Saw uses set explosive trap, he takes a bonus turn 
and increases the cooldowns of all enemies by one. <laughs> At the start of each ally's turn, inflict defense down on the weakest enemy until the end of that turn, which can't be resisted. And in the, if an enemy has a taunt effect, an explosive trap has detonated, so if it's already ex- exploded, inflict marked on the weakest enemy until the end of that turn, which can't be evaded or resisted. Whenever an ally uses a special ability during their tur- turns, so think turrets cleanse, they call themselves to assist. Whenever a buff expires, gain three stacks of heal over time for one turn. Limit once until the start of the of the next turn. Their next turn. Uh so his leadership is just stupid. Like I, it, I can't understand why you would even want to put him under Mon Mothma because it's just not going to work as well. And so, so this is this is where it's starting to become interesting. Like again, I don't know if the Tarval team is going to be great in PvP, uh, but it, if it is, it's probably a defense team. Mm-hmm. This is not beating anything big. No. But this is probably something that you would have to take a powerful team to beat. And it's it's almost starting to wonder if like we're getting a bunch of these really good defensive teams. And then the idea is you start taking maybe some galactic le- more galactic legends on offense because mm-hmm. you know, again, you're not beating anything, but but you're also not going in with with next to nothing to actually beat this team, especially with the, the Omicron. It looks like it's gonna be pretty ugly from that side. So Oh, and and let's just so keep in mind his his synergy is wigs right wigs yep. and chugs and chugs and ways chugs and ways so let's let's just refresh because we haven't used wigs in so long yeah and we don't even need to look I'm not even gonna look at bigs let's look at wedge in particular his unique wedge has twelve percent plus twelve percent offense and plus nine speed for each ally with full health and plus fifteen <laughs> speed for each ally without full health including defeated allies if biggs is present he also gains those bonuses so right off the bat you get knocked down your health because of saw's leadership yeah which means wedge is now gaining plus 75 wedge and biggs plus 75 speed <laughs> and and saw is inflicting uh defense down i believe on his basic yeah. was it yep Wedge is basic. Deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict defense down yeah. until the end of his turn. Until the end of his next turn. This attack deals 50% more damage to target suffering defense down. So Saw goes, puts defense down out. Wedge is going to basic and just... Or whoever... Yeah. Wedge is going to basic and hit defense down on that character. Or he's going to basic on... um uh whatchamacallit whichever character and yeah is it uh, okay so he has to do a special ability to be called to assist again so fine but so the only drawback i see in the kit mm-hmm. is at least wedge because if you go back to the first time you and i actually talked on like a podcast we were talking about the mon mothma team in territory battles yes and I, I was I was arguing that Wedge made sense as the fourth character there, but the problem was is that he had such low hit points mm-hmm. because he's such an early character. Like I think even yeah, like, he's like sub Ezra, like lower than forty thousand, even at, at like decent relics. So again, you're probably going first, but it's also a case that 
if the other team actually has a, a strong AE or something, the, they're going to go down fast. And, yeah. and again, they're going stealth is great until I can hit it with uh, an AE or something to that, that effect. But um, this also could be a team that once you get your first turn, you just seem to go forever as well, potentially. So, yeah, um, that's kind of what I'm like. I'm thinking you're going to be taking a decent amount of turns. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. This looks really interesting. I I tried reading the kit yesterday and I got lost about halfway into the leader ability. And I'm just like, all right, I'm way too tired to to try and read through this. So it's it. Um. It feels like there's going to be well. So what you can get up to to fifty speed from stacking heal over times. That's going to pile up quickly. Well, not only is that going to pile up quickly, but you're theoretically going to be healing yourself, which means you're gaining 1% yeah. max health yep. and and offense. Um, and then that explosive trap, the damage that is being dealt is based off of Saw's max health. <laughs> so yeah. he gets beefier, which means inevitably that trap is just going to hit harder. So all health primaries, all health sets with yeah. speed for for saw probably makes the most sense there. Yeah, um, health everywhere. Yep. Yeah. So it so that that's a that's a good question. So if I have five heal over times on saw or on on a character, and they take a turn, mm-hmm. is that five percent offense and max health? I assume it's going to count for every stack of each one of the the heal over times triggers mm-hmm. so each one of those would generate one percent max health and offense correct i would assume it says whenever they recover health and i would assume that each one is triggering yeah. health recovery but yeah because when you have multiple multiple um health recoveries trigger you see it multiple you see times. all the greens kind of yeah. go up across the screen so so that's going to trigger multiple times. If you have five go off, you should get 5%. Yeah, because ba- just based off of the leader alone, mm-hmm. um, they gain two. Uh, so that, or, all right, dispel all debuff. Oh, so that's under 50% that they get the three um, and under 50%, which that won't be enough to get them underneath. But they would be at the end of Saw's first turn. Mm hmm. His team will all be down twenty five percent health. Yes, by the end of their first turn. But so that wouldn't trigger the other piece. But again, they would have two two heal over times. The first thing you're going to do on Chirrut's turn is going to be to spread heal over time across the entire team. And right. yeah, you're going to have so a, much heal over time yeah. going, on, like the, all the time. You know what the interesting piece is when you look at. Um, Chirrut is is actually going to get offense up. Yeah, so he's going to go over with a little stick and start hitting harder. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Um, yeah, I don't... I mean, I, you're right that they are older characters, so they are going to have weaker yeah. DPS and all, and, and all that. They're also, like, way slower. Like, Wedge is... I was looking at his speed yesterday with Zareth. I think his base speed was 130, if I remember correctly. Like, he's pretty slow. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that's necessarily going to matter. So, at Relic 7, mm-hmm. again, don't ask me why, <laughs> um, my wedge is 
221 speed. Um, he has 54,000 hit points, 40,000 protection, mm-hmm. and he's 6,800 physical offense. And that's with, with not great mods, but again, that speed is going to be, to your point, plus 75 all of a sudden so he's yeah. gonna be at he'll be north of 300 yeah like right away um plus right because he when when is he at the start of the encounter yeah so right away everyone's losing 10 percent health so right so e- even if you could bump so that so my wedge is at plus 91 speed mm-hmm. if you can bump him up to 120 that would put him at 240 plus 75. All of a sudden you've got a 320 based, you know, space speed character. That's nothing to um, sneeze at. No, it's not. Uh, and it's literally right away. Yeah. Like it, it's it's an interesting way to handle characters get 100 percent turn meter or or right. how do you speed the team up to to make them you don't need them to be massively fast. You need them to be it's it's almost like the Zam Omicron. Right. You just need Zan to be fast enough that when she gets the 40%, that makes her super fast from, from that, that side. Yeah. Um, you know, getting that team to, you know, 400 speed, probably not going to happen. You know, that would be a 325. That's a that's a big bump on that, those characters. But, um, yeah, it yeah. looks interesting. Definitely. Um, they're, they're doing some interesting things with kits, and I'm, yep. I'm here for it. I like it um okay so those are the two kits those are all we now have all of the characters as of um um today thursday yep may 4th uh because saw's marquee should start we will have all the characters in game for survivor cal's journey whenever that event happens which we still don't know but we're going to assume that's in 21 days and 16 hours. Yes, because the mar- all of the marquees have come back and yes. are running for 21 days. I don't know. I, I haven't been in game to see. Well, I guess we won't see how long Saw's runs for until it's live. I'm curious if his will also run for tw- three weeks. Yeah, it just says that it sh- it starts in 16 hours, so it doesn't show when. Yeah, we don't we don't have that detail in there yet. So if, if it is three weeks, that's May 25th. So end of May could theoretically be uh, Survivor Cal. Theoretically, if yeah. they wanted to do it that fast. And they might not. They might wait. Who knows? I think they are. I I, I think that I, if we the, hit June 1st and he's not in the game, I would be surprised. The only reason I also think they are, and I know a lot of people have been saying, have been talking to me about it, and they're like, well... They haven't done events that quickly for characters that aren't hanging around in the journey guide. Because let's remember, he's not hanging around. He's going to come and go like Grand Inquisitor did. The only reason why I think maybe they are just going to say screw it and do it um, is because they're pumping out all of these special missions on the, um, the territory battle map that involved the marquee characters. And we know that we're going to want Survivor Cal for the uh yeah. Zepho planet so it sounds like it's in their interest to just pump him into the game quickly and open up that planet and in a month in theory and and you know if you if you play that out to the end of the month mm-hmm. they could accelerate saw into the into 
shipments, mm-hmm. which would put him in a soft whale situation for people to get it. But that would put all the other characters would likely be in game at that point. Maybe Tarful wouldn't be. Um, because we'll see Sir in two weeks. Yeah. yeah, I guess that would just be Marin, and Marin would be in. Marin is going to shipments now, I believe, or it wasn't yes. here. She no, Marin's in so shipments Marin. now. Seer should be in game in two weeks, mm-hmm. on on the table in two weeks. Marin should be in four weeks. Right. So I guess that would be both Tarful. Tarful would be in shipments already, mm-hmm. and then would would saw just be going to shipment shipments at that point. Yeah, maybe maybe mid June. Um, but I, I do think they want to accelerate them in from that side. I we didn't know that Saw was getting an in-game mission, did we? No. Okay. The only one that they blatantly told us about from the beginning was the Brocco mission. Yeah. Was the one yeah. with Cal and Seer. And then um when they dropped Marin and Marin was getting one, I kind of went, hmm, maybe Saw's getting one yeah. too. So it didn't make sense to give Tarful one because of that Wookiee mission yeah. already existing. Um and lo and behold, Saw is getting one, and I believe it is on Kashyyyk. And, and having Marin and Cal and Seer right now isn't helping you on those special missions as they are. I mean, it's right. So we'll see what that looks like. I mean, I I tried it two weeks ago with with Marin and didn't. I got through the first wave and and, and petered out on the second wave. Same thing with the, the Cal and, and Seer mission, which I think everyone is right now. Yeah. So, so it's it's gonna be interesting. Um. Yeah. Okay. Those are the kids. Those are the kids. <laughs> <laughs> we still we still got the title update. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So this is live. This is in game now. It is. And we can get in game, so we can actually look at it. Um. But the biggest thing is the raid. the The raid is live. It has launched. Our guild has launched it. Yes. We start in. It's, like eight hours, I think. No, it's it's up now. Oh, you can um, go hit it right now. You can go hit it right. There's no join period. So let's. So um, the raid lasts for just shy of three days. It lasts okay. for two days and twenty three hours. It will always last that long, oh, even yeah. if you kill it, because it's just going to be open so that anyone can hit it at any time, um, and still get the run in, um. But what is interesting, I, I find this interesting from an officer's perspective, it lasts for two days and 23 hours. So just shy of three full days. It costs 90,000 tickets to launch, which is three full days of tickets. So okay. they're, because it has to stay open for the full amount, they theoretically are, are um, it, it ends, the two days and 23 hours ends before your full three hour full three day allotment so you theoretically won't max your tickets out if you launch it every single time it's available but in theory we should be running this twice a week yes okay yes uh because yeah it's gonna run every basically every three days got it Um, yeah yeah i'm I'm looking right now we've we've scored 10 million points in the raid oh who's scored already um uh, let's see here leaderboards <laughs> uh darth the blit is at 2.7 iron fed is at 2.7 tacos is at 2.6 nice uh, must be going in with their jabas yeah yeah um so I'll yeah let but... everyone else figure out the difficulty levels then i'm going to go in after that so yeah exactly. and this is the great thing because it again it doesn't matter if they 
kill it, we yep. can go in whenever we want and do our runs. Yeah. So, and uh, because there is no join, you do need to do damage to get yes. rewards. Now, did you watch the stream today? I did watch some of it off and okay. on, you know, baby things, but I was yep. yeah. poking in here and there when I could. Um, so I did see quite a few of his attempts. I saw uh, the tail end of Tuscans. I saw a lot of Jabba, um, Mandos. Yep. I think that was, I think I saw a little bit of Old Republic. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything to actually see with that. That doesn't look like a, a valuable team by yeah. any means whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and and I guess the the uh, so there are a couple of things that, that came out there that are are worth clarifying because I think there's still a lot of questions about how the raid's going to function. So you talked about the launch time. Mm-hmm. The raid launches at one difficulty level for Correct. everyone. Correct. And then you personally can modify on a fight by fight basis mm-hmm. the difficulty that you want to encounter as part of that. So there's a, there are levels of modifiers. So it starts at zero, and then I believe it's it's one, two, three, all the way up to eight or nine mm-hmm. that are tied. And the that modifier is the minimum relic level that you need to bring into that. So if you take modifier level one, you need to bring in at least relic level one characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take in your Jawas at Relic 8, realize it didn't work. Choose to not post the score so you don't have to back out. You don't have to run into an airplane. And then if you don't like it, you can restart and lower your difficulty level just for that Java team, which is what a lot of people end up doing is that they'll yeah. run their lower quality teams at lower modifiers and maybe their higher teams at, at higher modifiers, um, which is great. Because I think, again, I think they, they talked about on the stream that they wanted to give people opportunities to play, even if they don't have all the resources mm-hmm. there already. So um, I, I thought that was pretty exciting. And it was good to finally see kind of how that worked. Yeah. Because um, a little confusing from that side. So um, I don't think in any of the, and there is a maximum amount of points that you can score with a team. Yes. On a and run. it tells you it. Yes. First, so first of all, it tells you it when you're selecting the difficulty level, but it also tells you it when you're in the raid itself. So like, if you're like me and you forget, yeah, it's right there's there. literally like a white line on the damage. So instead mm-hmm. of damage going from full health to negative health, it actually just ranks up like the number of points. Like old school video game, you scored yeah. ten thousand points or whatever that is. At a certain point, you stop gaining any additional damage. So it's either back out and try again or kind of go back and increase the difficulty level to kind of see if you can continue to push up past that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you are, if you're hitting that maximum point line um, and you're nowhere near dying, yeah, you're probably going to want to increase your difficulty level. Yep. Absolutely. Cause well, one, you're going to have more points most likely in the next uh, tier. Um, but not only will you have more points so that your individual reward track goes up, but the guild reward track yes. goes up as well. And that is pretty important all around, I think. And you are no longer competing against other people in your guild. Right. It's now, although they do have a, le- they do have a leaderboard, but it's similar to conquest that you've got mm-hmm. a reward track. And as you fill up the points in the, in the reward track, you were in the boxes that way. So it's not like exactly even if you finished, you know, seventh on the list, but you maximized your personal reward track, it really doesn't matter at that point because you're going to receive the same thing that everyone did that was in the the, the first there that everyone that kind of fished in the, in the first spot as well. So right. So so you're gonna get, let's say as a guild, you get to box four. Yep. 
everyone gets that that reward from box four and let's i haven't looked at the rewards so i'm just making numbers yep. up disclaimer making numbers up let's say box four is four thousand raid tokens yo everyone gets four thousand raid tokens but if i only made it to box two on my personal reward track and you made it to box seven you're gonna get more rewards on top of that from your own reward track yeah. versus what i would get so we'll get the same guild rewards but you will still get more rewards yourself because you made it further on your reward track. And I'm I'm looking at the personal reward track right now. It's actually not boxes. Oh, okay. So it's it's again, it's the same kind of bar that we have in, in conquest. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're actually just earning uh the uh, one of the four reward currencies. And it's just specifically telling you at, at 200,000 damage, you're earning 1800. Then it's and oh, wow. those are cumulative. And they pay you out immediately, as if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah, so you can go and use it right away because, and yeah. which is important to know because that caps. Yes. So all these new ten thousand points, caps. which, yeah, um, honestly, if you're, I mean, I, I haven't done the math here, but I could see that in a couple of raids, you could actually hit that cap if you're not spending it pretty quickly. Yeah. So you might as well just spend it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um, which. Speaking of, so they, um, if you hit refresh on the, the guild. guild currency, you can see what those rewards are. And, and one of the mm-hmm. big things they talked about this on, on the, and, and honestly, this, this some of this might actually be in in the road ahead. Although I think their numbers are a little bit off on on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about it in the stream that the goal was is not to put rewards in people's hands. Mm-hmm. It was to give them currency and allow them to buy what they need. Right. And if you look at what's in the store, everything's in the store. Like that's that's the biggest takeaway that I took looking at it for for thirty mm-hmm. seconds. So, so um, I I I appreciate that in the sense of I can now go buy the exact gear that I need to finish, either convert for for relics yeah. or finish whatever character I need to finish. What whatever it is that I'm, I'm working on, the the thing that I. I'm curious about and I'm not saying that I don't like this I'm saying I'm genuinely curious because I haven't figured we don't know what the impact of this yeah. is going to be yet we are no longer getting shard shop currency because we're not earning yeah. the shards from from the raid characters the the impact that I'm curious about that is is that we have the shard shop currency coming in and the argument is well you might not need it because you can buy whatever gear yeah. you need I'm curious what the impact of that is going to be on Datacrons because you're using shard shop currency for Datacron materials and the yep. actual Datacrons themselves. So is that going to have a big enough impact where our shard shop currency income is being taken away? Um, and yes, we may not, not need to buy gear with shard shop currency now, but is it going to impact us in terms of how many how much currency we have in yeah. incoming? um to buy datacron stuff i i will probably not so so and there, there's two pieces there and, and because the gear in the shard shop mm-hmm. is dual function that it's there for getting people for leveling up characters which is absolutely critical yeah um but it's also that's one of the sources for the relic material especially in the higher end relic pieces yeah but that's like, where i've been buying it right now yeah there's a source of cheese danishes directly in the guild currency piece that, mm-hmm. and again, if it's, I think it, and quickly, if, if my memory is correct, it's about, I think they're priced at about a hundred 
guild currency per Danish. And depending on which one it is, you're easily probably going to be able to pick up 10 to 20 per raid, which is like a full relic level between, you know, five, six, seven through through nine from that side. So I, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if, to your point, if, if you won't be spending as much guild currency that way. The other piece that I noticed, and that again, I think this is massively helpful, um, especially because we're in the, the Zeta crunch, um, there's Zeta mats in there as well. Yeah, I did notice that too. So, you know, if you haven't maxed out maybe all of your ships or all the characters that are kind of coming out of the the, the shard shot or the Great ship point. currency, um, absolutely kind of go take a look at that and see see what that looks like from that side. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic that this is going to be a good idea as mm-hmm. it comes down to the, to the, the currency aspect. Um, and the and I know yeah. somebody will figure out the the math i'm sure on that shard shop currency aspect but yep i'm just curious about it because if you take away the raid aspect you, realistically your shard shop income now is from territory battles if yeah. if your guild is converting shards yep. um and bronziums but then also do you i mean i typically hold on to 100,000 bronziums at a time because it gives me a little bit of of the data crown stuff so yeah i don't i don't know um I, I was I was really interested. I, I think of, to your point, I was disappointed to see the the shards go away, but I also can't quantify how much it really meant to me on a month over month basis. Yeah, that and that's the thing is like I I genuinely don't know. Yeah, what what that's gonna work out to if it's going to be, you know, negligible in the, yeah. in the long run, or if it is actually gonna have an impact. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I would also say, I mean, you know, of course, someone's going to run through and they're going to figure out the math of what's the best thing to buy from the store with the currency. My yeah. advice is buy what you need. Like the whole point of, of why they put this yeah. in is this is to get out of the what's the most efficient use of my widget. No, no, no. This is going to be something that's going to be coming in at a regular pace. Spend it, advance your characters. Spend especially, it, your characters. Especially if you are you know, going to be pushing the cap, let's say, and you're waiting for the store to refresh so that you can buy the right piece because that's the better value um, for Electrium to convert to Electrium's, but they have Electrium's right there. Yeah. Buy the Electrium's. Like, or or whatever is that equivalent, right? Like, buy it. Who cares? The the raid currency won't be a scarce currency like it's it's literally going to go into the it's going into the game mm-hmm. in this way because they expect it to, to be something at least my interpretation they expect it to come into people's accounts frequently yeah and the whole goal is we want you to get it out frequently and and so spend and, spend spend and so it does it does uh in relation to the currency so we have raid tokens and yep. then mark one two and three token or I might be getting the names wrong. The what was the old guild, guild currency is now yep. its own individual currency that you earn in raids and guild events. So like territory battles, territory war, etc. And then you have three different raid tokens: Mark One, Mark Two, and Mark Three. Yep. And you will earn Mark One for pit and tank. Uh, Sith raid will get you Mark One and Mark Two, and then the crate raid gets you all three currencies. Um, okay. So you're going to be able to buy the gear with all three currencies if you're running the crate raid. Um, and also you would be able to buy 
the shards. If So if you haven't unlocked Treya yet, but your guild is running the crate raid, you could buy your Treya shards. Yep. Okay. Um, obviously, if you have unlocked, or if your guild is running Sith, then that's a totally, you're getting the shards there. Um, or no, sorry, you are getting the, I, I believe, I actually don't know, and someone can correct me, um, I believe you would get just the tokens from the Sith raid. And then you would still buy the shards? Yes. So they said that if you're just running that, it's always going to be, well, no, that's, I don't. Or or are you still getting the old structure there? I, I know that they said that they put the shards in the shop so that if people just wanted to go straight to crate, mm-hmm. they don't have to work. They don't have to worry about going back and kind of retroactively kind of chasing the pieces that that were there. So, um, yeah, so I'm looking at the personal reward track and it looks like. So, well, well, and that personal reward track is only available on the crate raid. Yeah, correct. Yep. Okay, so I'm just going to look at the Sith raid right now and it says. So it is a guild track, same kind of idea, um, and you do get shards in it. Okay. So if you are running Sith, you will get tokens, and you will get 10. If you do the the full um, raid, so if you complete it, everyone gets 10 Treya shards. And you only get the shards, it looks like, if you complete the Sith raid. So you do get partial rewards, remember? Like, if you only get to box 5, you will get partial rewards for it. Um, which is the tokens. So you'll get Mark 1 and Mark yep. 2 raid tokens, and then you don't get any shards, um, but you could get shards if you uh, complete the raid fully. I'm curious now if I go... Uh, so, and it looks like on the personal reward, reward mm-hmm. track, you pick up I'll roughly call it 500 of the Mark III if you get all the way to yeah. the end. And I'm just looking in the store. They have Treya shards available for purchase, and it is the Mark I token. So even if you don't finish the Sith raid, you could take those tokens and go buy your Treya shards. Okay. If you wanted to. Um, what is interesting is it's actually locked. So I cannot purchase Treya, Kenobi, or Han Solo shards because they are seven star for me. I cannot spend the tokens on them to get shard shop currency. But, all right, can you... So this this becomes... All right, so this is an interesting way to, to manage this, though. Under Guild Activity, yeah, you can still buy Young Han, Stark, right. First Order, Damgard. So... Right. If you're earning those tokens, you can dump those into shard shop currency because you don't need it for gear as much any longer. Right. Correct. Um, it is while we're just on this page, it is insanely long to scroll through. It yeah. is obscene now the amount of stuff that is in the store. Like I'm still just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I will never make. I don't think I will ever make it through this entire page. <laughs> Every time it refreshes. What's also interesting is the original guild activity characters are actually in here twice. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Um, so if, if what that's giving you is it's giving you two times the opportunity to get things like low gray. Denver, so are they in there? The, the more, yeah. They're in there uh, for different currencies? No, same currency. Okay. So it's the same currency, but they are listed twice. So that's interesting. It, the, um, yeah, it's, it's a little interesting because it's, it almost feels like there's, so it, it starts off with the raid characters and then you've got some of the kind of pre gear 11 gear things that were always in the, in that set. And then you've got the, the guild currency characters and then you get the Mark II mod, uh, pulse modulator, which was always in the upper left yeah. corner. Yeah. And then it looks like it's like that set of, of stuff. And then at the end of that, it rolled, then it starts into the first um, of the Mark II. Right. Is the Zeta Mat. And then it kind of rolls through the Mark II stuff and then the Mark III. Oh, wow. That right. Wow. Yeah, this is taking forever. Like my thumb's starting to hurt. Right. Like there's just so much stuff in here. Um, okay. That's going to be interesting. It, it'll be. I'm curious. I would love to see how how fast this is going to speed up things. Um, what's also interesting is they're including Relic Nine stuff in yeah. there as well. Yep. Um, the it's with Mark Three, so you have to be doing the crate raid, but you can get Gerda keypads. Uh, one Gerda keypad should cost you, according to their post, five hundred eighty-five Mark Three tokens. Okay. So. Would you recommend to someone if they mm-hmm. didn't have, say, Jawas at Gear Twelve? Okay. Would you recommend not prioritizing, but say, soft gearing them to twelve, just so it was another team that they could throw at the board, potentially take another step down the 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 personal rank reward? I probably would. I mean, so I mean, let me let me put a a condition on that. If taking them to Gear Twelve. Let's use Jawas as the example because who knows how good they'll actually be in the raid. Um, let's say they're meh in the raid. If taking them to gear 12 adds an extra 50,000 points to my score, but I need 200,000 to get to the next check mark, I'm not going to do it. Um, but if it's going to tip me over to the next check mark, then yeah, I would probably do it. If it's going to get me the next, um, check in on my personal thing or say your guild is 50,000 points yeah. short of the next reward box. I would do it for that. Absolutely. Um, because then you also know that it's going to have um, you're, you're going to have that return coming back in three days. Cause you're going to be able to do it again, theoretically yeah. and, and do it again and get that currency that you can now get gear for that gear that you just put on them. You're just going to buy to put on whoever else instead next it's it's a one and done type thing to have more um, rewards coming in consistently. Yeah. So I think I heard Waffle King say today that seven was the most amount of raid scores that you can post. Which is interesting because in game it says five. Okay. Then maybe he was wrong on the, on, on the math from, from yeah. that side. Um, I think he might have been thinking you could make seven teams theoretically. Like if you did two hut cartel teams. Okay. And, um, I think maybe that's what where he was going. Okay. Because I asked and when I asked in sh- in chat, um 
they said five. And when somebody else in our guild asked, he said seven. Okay. So they already were contradicting themselves a little bit. Um, Or, and then somebody else had said like, you can submit, you can submit every time you, you use a team, you just can't use the same team, which makes sense. It's the same idea as other raids. Like if you use it, use your Ray squad, you can't use Ray again. Right. Um, but I think it, it it looks like from in-game that it's going to be capped at five. So if it's capped at five, I would think that you would want to focus on at least being able to take five teams in mm-hmm. every time that the raid happens. Yep. And again, because you can you can do that varying level of difficulty, at least if you've got five that are posting, and then you can take them one team at a time all the way up to, to figuring out where they need to go. Well, and so here is my, because it's it's not five as in you can only do one per faction that I know of. It's it's just five. So if I can make two Hut Cartel teams, which I can, you have 10 Hut, Hut Cartel yep. characters. Am I better off to take some weird Hut Cartel team in because they're yeah, stronger like- versus taking in my Gear 10 Jawas? Even though this janky yeah. hot cartel team is only going to get, let's let's say three hundred thousand points arbitrarily, that's probably a better uh, option than taking your crappy Jawas. Yeah, I I, I think the, the 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 bigger piece of that is you'll have an opportunity to test all of those various teams. Yes, to figure out what what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. Right. Um, yeah, because you, you don't have to, like you said, you don't have to do airplane mode or anything. You can just yeah. practice and then choose whether or not you're going to send the score in. Um, okay. I don't think we need to necessarily go over everything that's in the store because it is obscenely long, but it's yes. all on their title update post on the forums. They've got it broken down by, um, Mark one, Mark two, Mark three tokens, and all of the gear listed, all the relic stuff listed, and how much per token for each item. It, and and I should say this is yeah, for one out. one item. So if you are buying five, uh, let's just use stun cuffs. It says Mark three stun cuff salvage are thirteen to twenty two tokens yeah. for one. But if it's five, you're gonna take the number that it's charging you and divide it by five and you will get the actual cost per piece. And it should match what's in this lovely table. Theoretically. And so actually they, they do have this listed out. It it would have been great if I would have read this. So there are a total of 5,000 Mark three raid tokens in the crate dragon hunt. Mm, Okay. Yes. So that's, that would be 50 of the of Ooh, the cheese danishes that's a lot every three days now i don't think i don't think anyone's going to be able to earn that many because of they're not going right. we're not going to see people maxing that out but there's there's potentially a lot there from that, that side i guess is the point so well and so you're getting so and it tells you that the total for mark three in the crate dragon is five thousand the total for mark two is fifty five hundred yep. and the total for mark one is eighty four seventy five yeah. So you're going to get theoretically a lot of these tokens that you could use on gear, you could use on cheese danishes, zetas, whatever you want. And that's every three days. Every three days. Every three days. 
And I love the getting paid the tokens out, like the rewards, yeah. even if you don't finish it, even if you don't finish yep. the raid. So, and actually, so that's your tokens. What I'm curious about, so that says in the crate dragon hunt, is that from the guild track or is that guild and individual? I would, I see that as probably guild and individual. And my guess would be that if your guild is getting to the end of the raid, Everyone is maximizing their personal reward. reward yes, track. that makes sense. Um, but but the only reason why I ask is because so let's say it's just half and half, um, like half to personal and yeah. half to guild. You're getting your personal ones right away, like you yep. mentioned. Yeah. So you can actually use your tokens, um, theoretically, while the raid is going on, boost a team for the raid. Yep. And then go in to get a higher score. So I, I wonder with the way that the tickets are working right now, mm -hmm. are as a guild, would you be able to say launch on, we're always just going to launch Wednesday and Thursday? No, because you would end up that, that, that seventh day you're earning tickets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just wondering if you could just get into a set pattern, like territory battles. We always know start on a Monday. Can we, could we yeah. get to a place as a guild, but no, because that seventh day, Eventually. It's always gonna it's always gonna shift. Yeah. Um, I will say we have talked about as officers when we're gonna launch it because the time doesn't necessarily matter in terms of making making it so that everyone can hit it, that it's a that it's a time that works for everyone. Yeah. What really is gonna matter is when the payout is. Um, so we are going to change it. We just launched it today because everyone was given tickets. So yep. we launched it to spend tickets so that we could have a little bit come in before our guild reset. Um, what we're going to do moving forward, I believe is have it launch at like noon or 1 PM Eastern so that you will theoretically get paid out before you have to lock in for territory war or grand arena. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, instead of getting paid out at like 9 PM. I would almost think that you would, you You'd almost want it even earlier because if you do it at, at noon or one o'clock, that gives you like a, an hour window, like on the territory right. days. But but yeah. still, that makes sense though. You want it to be before those locks so that people can quickly spend if they if they need to spend from that that side. So yeah, because I mean, like theoretically, it, it I mean not theoretically, it legitimately does not matter what time it launches at because yeah. you can go in whenever. Um, and and even if everyone kills it. And you haven't scored yet. You still get to go in and do yeah. your run. Yep. Um, which is fantastic. So that is, I think, a good chunk of the raid info. I, yeah. I mean, neither of us have tried it yet. I'm probably not going to try it until tomorrow. What about you? I I got to figure that out because um, my wife leaves at like 4.30 in the morning tomorrow to go to LA for, for a couple of days. Normally I would do it in the morning. Like I, I like mm -hmm. to play first thing in the morning while having a cup of coffee. I have to like get up and make lunch for the kids and things in the morning. So my Damn morning it. is going to be just in a, in shambles. Um, and they were not too keen on the idea of, well, you guys can make your own lunch for school, even though I know they can, but you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Do we have any other thoughts about this title update? I, I don't think so. I think um, more to come over the next couple of weeks as we kind of get in and play around with it and, and start seeing where things are going. Um, 
it would have been cool to get a chance to, to kind of give it a run today, but we know that there was a, looks like EA was having some login server yeah. issues. Um, and those are at least back up and running, but it's, um, it's exciting, but haven't touched it yet type, type thing. So I know I, and I normally don't care about raids. Um, I think that I will like this more only because we get rewards no matter what. Yeah. Um, I'm not locked to a set time. I can do it as I see fit. Um, and there's only so many things I can do. I know what the max score is going to be before I even go in. Yep. So I know right off the get go, if I'm doing like piss poor or if I'm on par, um, and I can decide how much investment I want to put into it, right? Like I can decide if I want to retry my run 10 times to get the perfect RNG or, yeah. you know, if I retry, if I get a, a decent score and I get relatively close to the max, if if I get very close to the max, I might try a higher difficulty. And if it's nowhere near what I got, then I'm going back and I'm just posting what I got. Um, I don't think I'm going to try and tweak it that much. I'm going to even newsflash. I'm yeah. not trying it 10 times. Yeah, no, no. That's <laughs> I'm going to figure pass. out. Yeah. I want to figure out where, where's my max. And as long as I fall within about 15 to 20% of that, I'm I'll, I'll be done. So. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. Um, they did say, so bug fixes in this uh, title update. I'm so excited about this. Where is it? Where is it? Fixed issue causing Territory Battle Stats leaderboard to only show placeholder entries for all guild members. I'm so <laughs> pumped. We don't have to look at the Patreon endless list anymore. Oh, man. That's going to be fantastic. Only five months to fix that. Honestly, like that's been there for so long. Well, they also fixed the Jedi Master Luke bug in oh. on Bracca. Ooh. No, I'm sorry. Not on Bracca. On, uh, on Coruscant. Uh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So in there it says it was um Thunderous oh, Applause. Thunderous Applause works on characters that have transformed. Yeah. Ooh, fixed screen timeout during auto battle on certain device hardware. I'm pumped about that because my phone would lock all the time. <laughs> all the time. And then you would time out on your conquest and you're yeah. like, damn it. Yeah, that is fantastic. Um, what else did they fix that is? Nice. I think that's it. Yeah, I didn't see anything else besides that. Yeah. Um I think that I think that's it. That's yeah. And again, we'll we'll see if we get anything else tomorrow with, with another update. And again, we've got um PSA for tomorrow, folks. Go to the web store. You're gonna yes. get the calendar and the web store on the fourth and the fifth. Yeah, all of the inbox rewards come in tomorrow. That's typically done via a, an update, I think. Yeah, which makes me think we're going to get an update, maybe for some of the other things like the loadouts, the territory battle reporting, and and, and on mm, down the line. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Um. Okay, I I feel like we did that snow moon with the crate raid. Yes, that, that's what everyone truly cares about. Yeah, I it's I mean it's it's the raid, it's the raid. Um I I'm glad to know that we're calling it crate because I have been calling it crat to myself for a period of time. <laughs> so um I 
I'm I'm glad we at least kind of decided what that was. Um, I, I just assumed it was great. My my highlight of the speaking of just figuring out how we pronounce things, my highlight of the stream was uh, waffles asking, "Did we ever find out if it's pronounced boosh or boot or oh yeah or boosh?" And <laughs> I saw that Meatwad was like. I know what it is, but I forgot and I'm not going to say it because I'm going to get dragged if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's like, oh. learned. Okay. Yes. He has learned. He listens. He listens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fantastic. Okay. Uh, Bantha in the room, the negative. What What's the negative? So it's it's really minor, but I, I hate that they actually changed the icons for the guild currency Me too. because they look very similar to the Grand Arena Championship currency mm -hmm. and like i was looking the other i think it was this morning as i was looking at it i thought i was on the wrong page because of that like I, I i just need consistency and it's it's just off enough that it doesn't look right to me but um i, I feel like they could have left those uh, what i also don't like is the mark one mark two mark three it's only slightly off based off the design yeah. the color is the same but when you're scrolling through that store i was just looking and i was just like is this mark one or mark two yeah and be because it's it's considerably smaller on the purchase button than it is at the top of the store where yeah. you can kind of see the icons. And I feel like it almost would have been better if they had just had different colors. And I think so. Like you could have done like a bronze, silver, gold. Yep. And Actually, that would have been a great been, way to do it that way. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't need to be hokey. Like I, you don't need to do pink, purple, green for me. Yep. Like if you want it to look like metal like coins and what I, or not it's not coins it's tokens but if you want it to look like credits would or whatever do do bronze silver or gold and uh, honestly though if, if that's the biggest complaint at the end of this yeah i know they win. <laughs> yeah um so mine I, I kind of already mentioned it was the the them not including the shards and if that's going to impact yeah. shard shop currency or not in terms of datacrons because i do think that we won't need as much shard shop currency because we're going to be buying gear now from yep. the raid the raid shop in particular um which i'm happy about i need gear like crazy i will take buying it from somewhere else i also will take to be honest what i might end up doing because and i've noticed this as new datacron sets roll out i don't necessarily need to buy the level three the mark three datacron yeah mats because i get a ton of those it's mark twos are the ones that are um the the bottleneck and you can't buy those with shard yeah. shop currency anyway yeah. so if i don't need to necessarily spend a ton on the materials because i have a stash already can i just be more uh selective about what yeah. i'm spending it on and if that selective term is is a good one because like i still buy the previous sets uh, mm -hmm. when they come out because I just know that they're going to convert that into yeah. the next set when it rolls forward. So it's, it's the, like, I'm just kind of padding my inventory on the other side of it. Yeah. Um, You're like I, compounding in a way. Yeah. But, but I'll also say because conquest was so much easier th this time. Yes. I actually have a significantly higher inventory here because I didn't quit after day eight. Cause you I was just, just kept tired going. of doing it. I kept doing it. So, you know, it's, it's this, there's a there's a balance to how that works, but um, probably need to be a little bit more selective with what I'm spending in the shard shop stuff for for the next few months. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. on next few weeks, maybe just so we kind of find out what the impact of, of what it's going to look like. So, yeah, I agree. I think I will be more selective too. And uh, like for me, and I'll just throw this out here, out there, and this is what I'm thinking right away, not knowing what the impact is going to be. I probably will be more selective and also limit my Datacron purchases if it means I can have two spots to buy gear that I yeah. can convert. You know, like if I can spend Shard Shop currency and raid tokens for the same piece and get a character up faster, yep, I'm going to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, okay. I love you, I know. I know it's easy to get jaded. We didn't really complain, but... We didn't. What What have you enjoyed, Pico? So it's not directly SWGOH. It's a little adjacent right now, but I've I've been playing Fallen Order. Yes, having a good time. Yeah, they they, they did a great job. I don't, and I won't spoil because I know that people are at kind of different points. But um, the game started off with a bang. They didn't. <laughs> a lot of times when you get sequels, they make you go all the way back and kind of like, oh, you magically lost all of your abilities, so you have to kind of relearn everything. No, you start off with a good set of kind of base force and lightsaber skills mm -hmm. but I, I don't know how far into the game i am but there's good star wars writing that doesn't involve the skywalkers like that that's I the biggest that. thing like it's 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 a really good story so far um and yeah i'm just i'm, I'm really enjoying it I'm, I'm looking forward to cal um coming in in a couple of weeks or whatever that is but yeah it's, it's just it's a fun game it's, it's a great game I'm playing on Xbox and I know a lot of the bugs that a lot of people I know on, on PC, it's been really rough for people, but I'm mm. um, just absolutely enjoying it. So, um, did you see the, the YouTube short of like Mark Hamill teaching, yeah. um, Cameron Monaghan, is that his yeah, name? Yeah. Monaghan? Uh, I just, I just laughed at that. It was fantastic. I loved his little quip at the end of it where he's like, I don't need you to tell me <laughs> how to use the force. <laughs> fantastic yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what about you um i just want to say i i'm pumped i'm happy you're enjoying it because i want to play it um and i feel like i've been trying to figure out this isn't what i'm enjoying this is just me thinking about how i can play a video game with with a baby and i'm like <laughs> do i do i wait until they're a little bit more independent to do it or do i do it now while they're napping and um jasper naps on me yeah. all, uh, not even like beside me like if if i'm if i put him beside me he wakes up like it's on me or bust um which is fine um mole pokey absolute gem on our server uh ended up getting me a baby carrier as a as a registry gift as a baby shower gift yeah. and he lives in that when i am carrying him around I'm like do i just put him in that and like kick back on the couch with the playstation and just that's how i did it play and you know yeah. not crumbs on his head that's already happened so it's fine yeah it it was always <laughs> easier for me to play when and i did the same thing sleeping you can kind of get that that half sitting half laying down position yeah. where it's it's not quite 45 degree angle but they're but they're right there that was always easier than the the play mat they're awake and kind of doing things because it it feels like you're just constantly checking and checking and stopping and pausing and stopping and pausing um but yeah it, it was uh i mean th that age of of there will be a window like it's like oh i can still do things like video games and all of a sudden you hit this window where it's like 
I never sit down. Yeah. So I and need then, to take advantage yeah, of take the advantage sit down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good to yeah. know. Yeah. Um, I am excited. So two things. Devil Drops are starting. Yep. I am so excited Cal Custis is on Cantina. And it's 1F. It is an 8 energy node. Oh, my God. I let, let me just look before I get ahead of myself and give you the wrong information. Because I don't even remember how high I got him. I did buy some of his shards. He's 7 out of 85. So I'm probably not going to finish him from double drops. But... But you're I mean, gonna be close. I'm gonna be so like, close. Super close. I have currently 1146 energy <laughs> of Cantina hoarded. There is 200 from that customer support thing, Cantina energy sitting in my inbox. Um, I cannot wait to farm him. I'm so excited. I was gonna do signal data, and then as soon as they were like, "Today yeah. he's on, he's Cantina," I was like, "Fuck that plan. We are going yeah. after Cal." <laughs> So he's also on one F, right? Yeah. That's so like six energy. Oh, is it six? I thought it was I eight. Think it's still even at, at eight. I mean, that's... either either way, one F is eight. It's eight energy. Okay. But like plus doing the three refreshes a day. I, I'm yeah. gonna be doing the three one hundreds a day. I have eleven hundred and forty-six hoarded up. That's 143 attempts. So, even if you get a 33% drop rate, I don't know what that is. Do I you, still, I'm trying to figure it out in my head right now. I don't know what that is. Uh, a third of that would be about 40, we'll call it 45, 45. Okay. Shards. 45 shards just from what's hoarded. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. So do you dare take the swings at 200s? I probably would. I don't know. Especially at the at the end of if you burn through your 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 stash and all of a sudden you're sitting at, I mean, so you're at seventy five eighty five right now. You said seven out of eighty five. Seven out of eighty five. So he's just, and this is the other thing: is do I go ham on him and spend my crystals, or do I keep some of them so that I can soft whale on uh, the other cal requirements as they hit the shipments? I think you, you save in soft whale because even right? even at, at an eight, you're going to burn that really quick. It's even so an eight energy node on not double drops is typically about an eight or nine day farm for me. Yeah, and that that's from three stars, and he's already five. So yeah, even yeah, with so, just double drops. So the other way to look at it is. You're going to be done with Cal before Wait. Marin is soft whaleable. Wait, so if I have 143 attempts and a third yep. of that is about 40, that's technically 80 shards. That's right. Right? So that yeah. is already at six stars just from my hoarded energy, plus the 200 in my inbox, plus the 300 I'm going to buy every day minimum. Theoretically, he should be seven stars for me after double drops. Yeah. It, uh, even if he's not, you're going to be so close that he's going to be, even if it wasn't double drops. Yeah. You'd he be, would be done before Marin hits the hits the shop in two weeks. Totally. So I don't need to do the 200s. No. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm, I'm pumped about that. I'm pumped for double drops. I am absolutely stoked because last time we talked, I had... um. 
I think it was four, three or four characters left on my Lord Vader requirements list. Yep. It is now down to one. I only have Tarkin. For some reason, I got it into my head that Tarkin and Zam needed Relic 8, and they were sitting at Relic 6, and I was just like, oh, they need Relic 8. This is going to be so awful. And they just need 7. And I was yeah. like, oh. Because I was like, this sucks. And then I took Zam up a Relic level, and the little bar came across the top, and I was like, yeah. and I, I remember I saw it happen, and I looked at it so confused, and I was like, what? <laughs> She's only Relic 7. All Why right. did the, I was like, is this a glitch? Did I just do something else inadvertently? Like, what happened here? Because um i can't remember what one it was there's there's a requirement that overlaps between galactic legends yep and i think it's piet and i had taken him up and it came up it it wasn't high enough for executor but it was high enough for c i want to say Piet was a lord no piet was a lord vader one is he a lord vader one okay it was high enough for lord vader but not for executor because i remember seeing the the thing come up um, so I was thinking maybe I just did something inadvertently. And then I went and checked and I was like, oh, it's only relic seven. Um, so Tarkin now is at relic six. So he just needs another relic level. He actually only needs three Zin Biddles and four cheese Jane Danishes. So, and then he's good. Well, he, I need a 30 of that blue signal data crap, which I was going to get from double drops, but I'm not doing that with Cal. Uh, you're going to get that tomorrow morning. The 30... Yeah, Blue. because you're that you should get enough in the May the fourth. Oh shit! Free right. inbox piece that he's gonna he's gonna go tomorrow. You're right. Where is our? That's in a that's in our dev post somewhere, right? The, yes, uh, that was May the 4th way back post. in the the road ahead from a couple of weeks ago. Okay, let me let me pull that up because if that is the case, I would love to know. Um, I'm gonna okay. Hold up, hold up. That's the flawed signal data. Uh, or fragment. I think that's flawed. So I'll get ten. Yep. Okay, but that means I'm. I only need like twenty because I think yep. you need thirty or thirty-five to go to relic seven. Uh, I will get the zimbiddles and electriums, which is huge. Oh man, do I just do a couple refreshes of the blue? So here's what you do. Damn it all. All right. You do your three hundreds on Cal. Yeah. And then you start spinning the two hundreds. On blue. On the blues. To, which, to, to get there. Which then means I'm going to be spending the rest of the double drop days on dark side only to do the tickets. Yep. Which is fine. That's fine. BT1 can sit on the bench again. That is totally okay. He's done it several times. He'll keep doing it. There's, uh, there's one other option in there if you want to get super super specific all right uh let me let me check this out so you would get three six so you'd get six of the blues mm-hmm. in two days on oh, forest for- moon ah uh, right 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 and don't we get don't we get some in our uh our galactic chase boxes? I think we do, which you might actually get that tomorrow morning also then. Because that, that pays on Thursday morning. So that pay this morning. No, that pays on Thursdays. I don't know. 
I just collect rewards when they hit my inbox. I don't pay attention to what I don't pay attention to what day it is or where they came from. I just hit collect. Um, let's see. Let's see what's in there. Um, no, there are not any blue. Wait, maybe nope. Those are those are gearboxes. So we don't get any any of the shards for that. So damn it. Um, Come on. Okay. Well, either way, I just made myself super excited because yep. I'm gonna be on the Lord Vader ticket farm this week. That like this week, which Holy means shit. you'll have them all. I will have them all, and I I hoard the uh. So whenever I'm doing the ultimate, I don't do the last ultimate attempt until I get to 144. Okay. Um. So I I had 74 tickets after I did Jabba's yeah, last yep. ultimate token, and then I bought some from the weekly store. Okay. So I have a whole bunch just sitting there. Um. So I will theoretically unlock Lord Vader in probably two weeks tops. I'm going to yeah. say next time we record. And I actually already have a lot of his gear hoarded. Yep. Um, it's the Kairos. It's always the fucking Kairos. Um, but but you can get Kairos. a head start on that by by burning double drops on Kairos on the, the dark side Kairos. Fantastic point. Yeah. And then it's just the light side that yeah. he needs. And he al- they always need more of the opposite, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. But whatever it is, what it is, that's exciting. I, I just made myself so excited, <laughs> <laughs> which is fantastic for "I Love You." I know. So, so I, I, I will admit, I am, I am a little disappointed in double drops. That what I really need, like I've said the word cheese danish so many times tonight. Like I just need like eighty of those, and I'm just not like that's the gear is double droppable, but I'm just not going to be able to chase enough of them from a double drop perspective to actually. Yeah make enough I, but again that's first world problems really is what that comes down to so i just want to point out every time you say cheese danish i really want a danish and i have not <laughs> found a good gluten-free danish <laughs> my like, damn it anyway um i don't think there's rank and file realistically i mean we did have a profundity event i, I think we talked about this a month we, ago right. we weren't gonna we're do just it. not gonna talk about it until the new ship comes right. in um, I, I will make a note on this that, that the profundity has now hit kind of the it's crossed the Rubicon mm-hmm. um, I got knocked out of first place this week right before my payout by oh. a player with 5 million GP oh wow yeah, yeah. Um, and we are not an aggressive ship shard but because they were not responding to anyone because they climbed up to first a couple of times we buried him back 30 spots. How and it was amazing. Have... He now started responding. How do you have a player in your ship show that has 5 million GP and you're at 12? And the only thing I can think of is they stopped playing for a long time. And then started and then, again. And then came back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But usually was... you're like roughly around the same. Yeah. Like everyone's, most of the people that are kind of up towards or we've got a couple of seven and eight million players but again they were like oh i picked up this account from somebody else as a secondary but yeah, yeah uh because it's 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 timing based is where a lot of that sits but yeah um yeah that was that was not fun when that happened so yeah no 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 um uncle owen's moisture farm then yes so uh and last but not least let's head to uncle owen's moisture farm to talk about who and what we are currently farming in game because everyone knows work comes before going to tashi station to pick up power converters so 
So Sarah, I, I think we we talked about what you're farming, but in case anyone was missing it, yeah. What what are you working on this week? What are you farming this week? Cow. <laughs> I'm so excited that he went farmable on Cantina. Oh, um, and, and then I guess gear. Gear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, in, in all serious I, seriousness, I am going to be farming on dark side. I do need to keep up my Tuscan Chieftain refreshes. Okay. Um, I was doing two refreshes a day on him. I paused it while I've been hoarding. Um, so I, I do want to keep him going. Um, and I'm almost done the Tide Defender because I didn't chase it as hard as everyone else yeah. did. I, I only got to six star during the Galactic Chase, but I only need like 20 shards of it, so... That'll be easy peasy during double drops. So are you going to farm any mod material? Because it's not, the, the double drops never are double mod drops. It's always right. just double. Just the materials. Mod. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I did refresh like a couple of times, mainly because Zareth and I were recording Create Expectations last night yeah. and we show the game from my phone. From So we are always logged in on my profile. Um, and I didn't want him to judge me for having refreshed all of the energy <laughs> except mod energy. So yeah, yeah. I did refresh <laughs> just so I wouldn't be judged. Yeah. Um, so yes, technically, <laughs> out of peer pressure, yeah. I will be. Um, but not as hard as everything else. Because so, so do yourself a favor. Yeah. Go into Hot Utils. Mm -hmm. And there is a pre-built uh mod template right that for... you've done someone else has done but if you search for oh. um mods uh 25 speed plus capable or something to that effect you'll you'll find it it's, it's right okay, up towards yeah. it's right up towards find that find a couple of mods on there that you have the chance of if you rolled it up it would go to 25 and that's where you spend your energy this week to to get those those pieces and maybe get lucky on one or two rolls Oh, okay. So find out which pieces that they need to roll and then go well, yeah. So those, so it, it, it'll materials. tell you like, you know, you've got these mods on on these characters. And yep. then I'll just go in and I'll just I'll pick that one and I'll just when I need to burn energy on it, that's what I'll actually spin up. So they've got that and then they've got another one that are just like um and I can send I can post a link to the ones that I use, but just like these are the ones that recommended that you would actually you you continue to rank up. But mm -hmm. just find the one that says possibly 25 speed. And maybe you get lucky over the the double drops over the next couple of days to Ooh. kind of spin that up from that side. So I did not know that that was there. I'm going to do yeah. that. Yeah, that's all of my mod work I do based off of. Um, there, there's a couple of of pre-built templates that are in there that I use from other people from that side, and, and that's mm -hmm. kind of what I use to identify the mods that I chase. So I love it. Yep. Um, what are you farming though? Because I feel like I've just yeah. <laughs> so a uh, little bit of an update. Um, so the last new 52 vote that I put up, mm -hmm. um, the Jedi's won. So I did over the past few weeks, I took uh, I'm a Gundy, Eve mm -hmm. Koth, Jedi Knight Guardian, and Kit Fisto all up to Relic 7. So okay. the Jedi's are done. Um, and I have decided I am going to hit the pause button on mm -hmm. new 52 for a little bit. Because you're and ahead, right? I am ahead. Like I, I'm, I'm now into july 19th is, oh, is yeah. where i'm at right now so cool. my goal is secretly to get this all done by the end of the calendar year but um and every character that i have at seven stars that was released so far this year is that set is is up there as well um so i am going to go after 
taking the Phoenix up to Relic 8 so I can do that territory battle mission on, can't even think what planet that's on, but it's the one above Kashyyyk. Uh, uh, Lothal. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Lothal. So that's that's mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. I don't know which makes sense. So I'm just gonna take them all up to R eight. So I mean, why not? I'll will t- take all six of them up there. So that that's kind of my next uh, project. Um, I'm I just really all that I, I need right because I because I haven't taken anything to R eight since no December. Right, because you started on the Relic Seven thing. Yeah. So I've got like all of the Relic 8 materials. Like mm-hmm. I've got like just sitting on a pile of all that. So that piece is done, but it's it's getting all the cheese danishes that I need. So I need 80 of those. Yeah. Um, and it's 13 per, per piece of, of gear 12 there. So I'm hoping I'm going to be, and I'm not going to do it until I, get, until I get all the material to take all six of them at the same time. So I'm hoping three weeks to get that. Man. Done. I want to by the next time the next territory battle when it rolls around, I want to be able to try that mission. I think you could do that by the next. I think so. Especially if we are running this new raid every three days and we're getting a decent amount of, of these tokens. If I can get 10 a week just from that, and I think it's like 10 because I do the mod pack on Monday mornings, that's that's enough to get one character up without me farming anything else for the week. So that in theory I could do two a week that way. So if but you that, can get that's 10. What we're well and it's a hundred per one. So 10 would be a thousand. No, so it's it's for every gear 12 piece. Yeah. That converts into 13. So two gear 12 pieces converts into 26. Oh okay. Danishes. Yeah. And oh. I need eight I need 82 cheese danishes. So a full piece of, of gear 12 crafted gives you 13. Okay. I'm looking at the price of the cheese. Oh yeah. So itself. the price. Sorry. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's a hundred Mark threes per yeah. cheese Danish. Right. So I need a thousand gets me 10. Yeah. 2000 gets me 20. 2000 gets me from R7 to R8. Right, for one character. For one character. The question is, is can we get 2,000? Because they're saying there's a total of 5,000 there. So do we get to the halfway point in the raid is really what it comes down to. Right. But if we get to the halfway point in the raid, that's that's two characters right there. And then I can probably get a third one you know, on, on a week-over-week basis. So hopefully the goal is by, by next territory battle, I can, I can do that mission. Well, okay. Hear me out. Yep. Let's say we don't get to the halfway point however you could theoretically use your tokens for the cheese danishes outright yep and the gear 12 gear to convert more cheese danishes so that you are kind of getting which is what i'm doing right now with shard shop is is where a lot of that's spinning right now but um yeah it's but i also need to start thinking about saving up for cal a little bit right yeah, yeah that is a good point that is a fair Fair point. You don't want to blow everything all yep. at once. Okay, fine. So we'll see. Be responsible. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure you can say be responsible when the conversation started, but so I'm going to take the Phoenix up the relicate. <laughs> right? <laughs> fine. Be responsible with your irresponsibility. That, that's that's what that comes down to. So Exactly. Um, okay. Do we have anything else 
that we want to talk about before? I don't think so. I mean, this is a this is a good old fashioned two hour episode. I know, and I feel like I am I am feeling good about this update. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. And it looks like people are having success with the raid, so that makes me feel even better when I go to try this over the next three days. So yeah, that's gonna be fantastic. Um. Awesome. I don't really have anything else to say either, other than if you're not in our Discord server, I'm going to shamelessly plug to come and hang out with us because we're fun. Absolutely. Um, and also there's just a ton of, of really awesome people in our Discord server that are helpful. So we've yeah. got a crate raid page set up there um, so people can post their scores or post what, what teams are working, what modding is working, yep. etc. if they really want to. Um, and we can all just hash that out there and do all the fun stuff. And, and again, folks, please uh, think about some awesome charities to help some yes. moms get some recommendations out there. Uh, we'll get that posted um, Friday, Saturday this week. So, yeah, I like that. I'm going to have to do that research before I spiral into the raid. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a charity that helps? Moms who want to do the crate dragon raid. Yeah. What charity pays <laughs> out in Google Play gift cards? Uh, <laughs> okay. I think I legitimately think that's it. Um, so we'll call it. Thank you everyone for joining and listening this week. That ought to do it. And until next time, Chewy, we're home. <laughs>